Welcome to the Nourished Woman podcast, hosted by yours truly, Gabby Warsrink, holistic nutritionist and passionate women's health educator. Together on this podcast, we are going to open up the conversation around hormones, holistic healing, relationships, self-development, and everything in between, so you can feel empowered, educated, and ready to take your health and life into your own hands. All right, hello everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're all doing well. On today's episode, I have Dr. Tara Hosey. She is a chiropractor who works out of Encompass, which is a local clinic here in KW. I want to say that we connected about a year or so ago um, on Instagram, and we have yet to meet in person, unfortunately. Uh, We had actually planned to record this in person uh, before all the COVID-19 and social distancing and all that, Um, but we're finally getting to do this um, virtually, which is really exciting. So thank you so much for coming on today, Tara. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. So um, we'd love to hear a little bit more about who you are and what led you to the work that you're doing now as a chiropractor. Yeah, so um, I am a family chiropractor. I have a special interest in um, pregnancy, postpartum, and pediatric care in in particular. Uh, I've been in practice for almost five years now. Um, And my story of how I uh, came to be a chiropractor is kind of twofold. So um, practical side of it is that um, I got really interested in anatomy and the human body um, from a high school exercise science class. So um, that was back in grade 12. And at that point, we were like already applying for university. I didn't really know what I was going to do. Um, but that sort of led me down the path into uh, going into kinesiology. So I did my undergrad in kinesiology at Dalhousie University in Halifax. Um, and then from there, uh, the whole time I kind of planned on going into physiotherapy. Um, so I actually took a year off after I finished my undergrad and I worked at a physio clinic um, in Halifax. I decided to stay in Halifax because it's beautiful there. And I honestly don't know why I ever left. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, I was working at this clinic and I was doing all of the like the tasks that nobody wants to do, like folding laundry and uh, doing ultrasound and hooking people up to machines and doing some Mm -hmm. rehab stuff here and there, but it wasn't really all that interesting or exciting. (laughs) Um, And then I started seeing a chiropractor myself. So I've, I've always kind of had like issues with neck and back pain and just like overall discomfort in my body. So the chiropractor actually worked next door to the physio clinic that I worked at and I started to see him and he kind of took this like really interesting full body approach to care, which I wasn't really seeing with a physiotherapist. So that kind of piqued my interest into chiropractic. Um, and then I ended up applying for the school and moving back to Toronto and um, finishing my chiropractic education at uh, the Canadian Memorial Chiropractic College in 2015. But the other side of the story um, that I kind of shared on my Instagram last week a little bit um, mm-hmm. kind of started when I was younger. So I was diagnosed with Graves disease when I was around 12 years old. So um, Graves disease is autoimmune hyperthyroidism. Um, and I was like quite sick at the time, like to the point where like my body had gone into a thyroid storm. My heart rate was off the charts. I was just like, almost to the point of like going into seizures just from like so much hyperactivity in my body 
Um, so we ended up going down um, the route of medication. Um, so I took some thyroid suppressing medication and that actually triggered a, uh, basically like a bottoming out of my white blood cells. So that put me in the hospital um, for about a week while they tried to get that sorted out. And they, the scariest part about it was that they didn't really know why they hadn't put two and two together they didn't really realized like the medication what was was what was causing the symptoms um mm. so they scared the crap out of my parents told them I had leukemia and like oh my god yeah it was just a mess um wow but once they finally figured out that it was actually a side effect of this medication I was put on um they were able to stabilize um, my white blood cells and then um the real only other solution that we were offered was radioactive iodine ablation of my thyroid. So that's yeah. kind of like last resort, I would think. Um, it's obviously less invasive than surgery, but at the same time, mm-hmm. you're still destroying an organ or removing a complete organ. Um, and the organ is really just like the, like the symptom, right? It's not, mm-hmm. it's sort of like what's being affected by the disease, but not really... Um, like what's causing the disease. So mm-hmm. kind of like a band-aid solution there. So where I was going with all this is basically, I I think I, like I, I just sort of like at that point in my life, I didn't really understand that there was other options. I didn't really know that there was like complementary and alternative forms of healthcare. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously I was 12. I didn't really know anything, <laughs> but neither did my parents. Um, so I think that sort of just like was maybe one of the like triggers that, that uh, that forced me to look into other things later on uh, and sort of mm-hmm. really seek that root cause of care as opposed to just slapping a Band-Aid on symptoms. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like getting, like we, we agree, we're both in that realm of holistic kind of alternative care. Um, that it, You know, I think it's important to have both conventional um, and the alternative uh, med- medical care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, getting to the root of it is, is huge. And I feel like that's where we're kind of lacking in a lot of the medical community. Mm. And so that's mm-hmm. sort of like the approach that I try to take with, uh, with my patients and, mm-hmm. uh, and looking at trying to find the root cause because people could have back pain or neck pain for a number of reasons. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, just trying to, trying to get to the root cause of people's issues. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I always, I'm probably like a broken record, but I always say this whenever I have a practitioner on who's sharing like why they got into their field. And I always say that I feel like the best practitioners are the ones that have went through like their own health issues um, because they've been there and they know what it's like and they've, you know, tried everything and they kind of figured out like this perfect balance of how to help other people. So I think that having that experience for sure helps, um, you know, get closer to the patients and and your clients or whoever it may be and uh, support them better. Yeah. And just, yeah, I Mm -hmm. think being on, on that side of it and going through and like going through the medical system, but then also finding the alternatives. Like, I feel like I have Mm -hmm. more of a range of things to offer my patients. Mm -hmm. And if if chiropractic is not the solution, I have no hesitation at all to refer people to other practitioners and other forms Mm -hmm. of care that could help them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. It's great to have like a team of practitioners to refer to. Mm -hmm. Um, so I know you mentioned, so you started seeing a chiropractor when you were at university. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So, um, how did chiropractic care at that time, like, how did that help you on your healing journey? Was there like, you know, pains that you were having or, you know, specific symptoms? Yeah. So at that point it was, um, like I kind of just saw chiropractic as a form to help like my neck and back pain. Um, mm-hmm. and I didn't really, I didn't really have a, a deep understanding of what chiropractic care was at that time. Um, but I do know that it immediately helped my neck and back pain. So I was like, this mm-hmm. is great. This is awesome. And, mm-hmm. um, and the approach that the chiropractor that I saw took, um, even if I just, like I said, oh, my neck is bothering me today. He would check my entire spine. He would check like a bunch of different things, my nervous system and treat based on that. And I feel like it had more of a lasting effect than any other sort of treatment that I've had in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I've been to a chiropractor like a long time ago. I definitely need to start going again once this is all over. Um, but yeah, I definitely noticed a huge difference. And my dad won as well. He has Parkinson's and, um, his whole like shoulder and everything was like lopsided. Like one shoulder was lower than the other, Mm -hmm. which is so crazy. We didn't even notice it day-to-day life until he like got an x-ray and they like actually looked at him. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't realize these things until you, you know, get a second set of eyes kind of looking at you. Yeah. And that's so common Mm -hmm. too. Like there's pretty much, I I pretty much don't see anyone walk into my office that doesn't have some sort of imbalance in their, in their posture just because we like the way we do things. Right. Mm-hmm. Our day-to-day activities, too much sitting, too much phone time, too much laptop time. <laughs> yep, lots of screens. Yeah. <laughs> um, so on to the topic of your autoimmune disease and that kind of that whole journey that you've been. So you've tried conventional, you've tried alternative, like a mix of both. Um, what for you was really crucial on that journey um, of healing your autoimmune disease and, and helping with the symptoms? Um, yeah, so that initial treatment with the radioactive iodine obviously got rid of the initial symptoms. So mm-hmm. um, I was able to get put on um, a thyroid hormone medication, um, and my dose is pretty stable throughout my life. But I never mm-hmm. really, I never really focused on like how I actually felt. I don't know. I feel like up until the point where I finished school, I was just like so focused on school and getting good grades and all that kind of thing that I never really, mm-hmm. I never really focused on my own health, even though I was in like a healthcare kind of education setting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until I finished chiropractic college where I was like, okay, I feel like a pile of crap all the time <laughs> and something needs to give. So um, I actually seen one naturopath. I think right about the time when I finished school and I just, I didn't really click with them. Like I I was, I don't think I was there yet. I don't think I was like in the mindset yet to really like make any significant changes in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just continued carrying on feeling like garbage all the time. And then (laughs) I, uh, I eventually met my current naturopath. So we actually worked down the street from each other in Toronto. um, in that first year that I was at a school and, um, We started doing an exchange because we can as practitioners. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I was like open to making some changes at that point. I was tired of feeling like crap. Um, So Mm -hmm. he kind of guided me along that whole journey. And um, it was everything from dietary changes to adding in more movement to um, specific supplements um, and mindset stuff too, I think was a lot of it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so just like a huge holistic approach then. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like, I'm going to be on this medication for the rest of my life. There's nothing I can really do about that. I don't have a thyroid, but there's ways mm-hmm. to mitigate um, like the autoimmune symptoms. Cause that can be, that can be like just pretty much anything in your body. And once you have one autoimmune disease, you tend to develop others, which I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually developed a skin condition, sort of like eczema. Um, okay. But that causes sort of like tightening of your skin as well. So mm-hmm. that's sort of uh, the thing I've been dealing with most, like the thyroid symptoms have been under control for a while, but mm-hmm. I just, my mom has rheumatoid arthritis also. So mm-hmm. As a chiropractor, I need my hands, and I just don't want to end up yeah. in that uh, in that kind of state. So I really try mm-hmm. to focus on doing everything I can for my own health. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, I I think that holistic approach is is um, exactly what most people need. And yeah, like you said, once you kind of have one issue, a lot of times it's like a ripple effect, and it can affect other areas. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like managing that and looking at the whole body as a whole um, to really help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So who can benefit from regular chiropractic care? I know most people tend to go once they've actually had like a huge pain or an accident or an injury, but would you recommend people come before that to kind of prevent anything? Yeah. So I always say that anyone who has a spine and nervous system can benefit from chiropractic care. So uh, <laughs> that's pretty much anyone. Um, I've treated people as young babies as young as like a week old to people in their 90s um obviously the treatments vary like the the styles and the approaches that we take to care vary uh, in the different populations but Mm -hmm. everyone can benefit in having their their spine and nervous system assessed because Mm -hmm. like i said before like we're doing things every day that cause physical trauma like micro trauma based on poor posture and sitting too much and that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But there's also the other component of it. So like toxins and uh, emotional trauma too can can have an effect on uh, your nervous system. Inflammation is, is huge when it comes to um, pretty much everything. Uh, mm-hmm. But inflammation can affect your nerves. It can affect your nervous system. It can affect your brain. Um, it can affect the way you move, the way you approach um, movement. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, chiropractic can really benefit anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that you specialize in perinatal care. Um, so in what ways does chiropractic care help if you, you know, get that before you become pregnant during pregnancy and postpartum, how can that, um, impact kind of your journey with that whole transition there? Um, yeah, so in uh, that sort of preconception stage, um, we want your nervous system to be at the healthiest state it can, right? Um, mm-hmm. I know you deal a lot with that kind of stuff um, from a nutritional mm-hmm. perspective. And um, there's also, you can also approach it from a physical perspective too, because your nerves innervate your your like your um, reproductive system right so if the nerves mm-hmm. coming out of your lower back and your sacrum um, innervate your uterus and your um, your ovaries and all of those things like everything has an effect um, on a systemic level right mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah just having a healthy nervous system make sure that the nerves are 
are um, flowing the way that they should. The signal is getting from the brain to where it needs to go. Um, maybe helpful in that preconception stage. Um, and then through pregnancy, obviously, there are physical, biomechanical kind of changes that happen. A lot of people do experience lower back pain, um, pain around their pubic bone, um, sacrum, that kind of thing. So um, chiropractic care can help to, to alleviate the physical discomfort um, while also balancing the pelvis and all the systems around there when it, like in terms of your muscles and your joints and um, just making sure that things are moving in such a way that labor and delivery can happen the way that it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then postpartum. So postpartum is, is sort of like that huge, huge transition point because your body has been growing, gradually growing this human for nine months and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden it's gone. Right. So that's yeah. sort of like the biggest biomechanical change that happens in your life. Like you don't usually lose 15 mm-hmm. pounds in the matter of a couple hours. Right. Um, yeah. So that affects uh, it affects the way your, your body moves. It affects your joints, and then there's also um, injury that happens to your core, to your pelvic floor uh, when you give birth. So one of the biggest things that I've been focusing on lately has been uh, approaching the postpartum period with um, specific rehab to the core and pelvic floor, mm-hmm. um, and I find that that can be super helpful going forward because um, a lot of women will have had babies and they'll experience um, lasting symptoms of like incontinence or inability to, mm-hmm. to connect to their core and ability to move the way that their body was designed to move because they, they don't address these issues in the early postpartum stages. So um, I find if we do specific tailored rehab for postpartum that we can avoid mm-hmm. those issues ever really happening in the first place. Wow, that's amazing. So just implementing those like exercises and those that chiropractic care. So you see people that, you know, won't have those issues yeah, or they'll resolve them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's huge. Cause I feel like I always hear from women that like, Oh, that's just the way it is. You know, after having a baby, like you're going to pee yourself when you're running or laughing or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I like, that's, that's huge to know that you can make a change. You can impact that and improve it. hundred percent. And even like mm-hmm. many, many years later, because postpartum is mm-hmm. kind of forever. Like if you don't do that work right away, mm-hmm. like there's no reason you can't do it 10, 20 years down the road and still see right. improvement in those symptoms. And mm-hmm. um, at Encompass, we also have a pelvic floor physio who I like to work closely with as well, because she can do that sort of internal assessment, whereas my my assessment's all external, um, like biomechanical, mm-hmm. how the joints are moving, how the muscles are moving. Um, mm-hmm. But having that that perspective of um, that internal exam too can really help to guide specific rehab uh, for those mm-hmm. patients. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So it's a perfect team there to have both. Mm-hmm. Both together. Mm-hmm. And so you were having, I know you were um, doing like workshops in person. It's called GroCo. Is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was essentially, you were helping women that were postpartum then to improve, like with exercise to improve those symptoms and yeah, exactly. kind of heal their body. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I really like that, uh, the workshop style because um, it forces people to, first of all, get out of their house when they can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not yeah. that that's a thing we can do right now, but, no. um, and, and have that sense of community too, because the, the women in the class are all going through the same issues. Right. Right. Um, mm-hmm. 
and it was like the way that it's set up it's it's a four-week program twice a week uh hour-long classes so a lot of the focus Mm -hmm. is on breath work because breath work is really the foundation of all movement um and then we focus on core and pelvic floor and glute strengthening and postural strengthening it's amazing it's good um, on the whole topic of postpartum as well. So I know that you, you had mentioned earlier that you can adjust babies that are like freshly newborn too. Yeah. Um, so how can that, um, help support them? Like with whatever issues that they're kind of experiencing? Um, yeah, so I do see quite a few babies. A lot of the times moms are, um, bringing them in if I've seen them through, if I've seen the mom throughout their pregnancy. Um, mm-hmm. and, I always just say it's good to have an, an assessment um, just to see the state of uh, the baby's nervous system, the movement um, that they're able to produce because birth can be pretty traumatic for babies. Um, mm-hmm. Even like regular vaginal birth can be, um, can be traumatic if there was some sort of malpositioning, baby had to like turn into a weird way. Um, or if the baby was uh, experiencing some kind of in utero constraint throughout pregnancy. So if they weren't able to move um, either due to lack of space or lack of uh, mobility of the mom's pelvis or whatever, it can mm-hmm. kind of force them to be in these, like, for lack of a better word, like cranked positions <laughs> inside <laughs> in utero. Um, mm-hmm. And that can cause strain in their neck. The neck is the, the biggest one that I see with babies, um, especially mm-hmm. if they had... Um, any sort of interventions during labor, so forceps, vacuum, um, mm. and C-sections too, because when women have C-sections, the baby is basically like, yanked out of this incision, which is different mm. than being pushed out, right? Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing that I would recommend people bring babies in for if they do see would be um, any sort of like head turning preference. So if the baby is always turning their head to the right or... Um, is only wanting to feed on one breast or um, is not sleeping soundly at night or um, colic is another one. We don't necessarily Mm. treat colic, but sometimes colic can be caused from, um, from like a musculoskeletal issue. So if the baby's in pain Mm. because Mm. it has uh, a strain in its neck, it's going to be crying more than Mm -hmm. normal, right? So, just getting that assessment to see if there is any sort of like musculoskeletal issue going on with the baby um, mm-hmm. is, is a good place to start. That is so cool. Cause I never thought about getting babies adjusted or getting them looked at after birth. But yeah, when you think about it, like that's a big event that their, their body's going through, you know, mm-hmm. birth, whatever, however they're being birthed, um, whichever way. Yeah. That's huge. And babies mm-hmm. are, they're very resilient and it often doesn't take, uh, much in terms of treatment to correct any sort of dysfunction that we do find and and the adjustments for babies people always ask me this like am I cracking babies like no that doesn't happen <laughs> first of all they don't <laughs> like their bones their bones are basically cartilage so um, uh, yeah. it's it's really just like um like finding those areas of dysfunction along the spine and it's just basically like a press and hold kind of mm. thing and no more pressure than you would really use to like check the ripeness of an avocado okay yeah yeah it's very gentle yeah for sure yeah they respond really quickly and and really well to chiropractic care 
So that's amazing. Nice. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you've talked about nervous system health and I know for a lot of people, they may not really know what nervous system health is and why we should care and why it's so important. So could you maybe share a little bit more about that? Mm-hmm. So like I said before, your nervous system basically controls everything. Uh, you have your central nervous system, which is your brain and your spinal cord. And then you have um, spinal nerves that exit at each level of, uh, of, of your spine. And those go to innervate pretty much anything. So your muscles, um, your skin, your organs, pretty much everything in the body. So if there's any areas of dysfunction, if the signal is getting um, dampened at any point, then it can cause issues pretty much anywhere in the body. So in terms of how that relates to chiropractic and, and your spine, so like I said, those nerves come out and they exit at each of these different spinal levels. <clears throat> and if there is any um, like misalignment of the spine or any lack of motion at any of those um, segmental joints, it can cause um, like pressure on the nerves. And that can decrease the signal to any of those other areas that I was just talking about. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, your nervous system is kind of a big deal. (laughs) And um, assessing your spine, assessing your nervous system through other other things like reflexes and um, just kind of seeing how the signal is flowing from your brain to your body is, is a really helpful way to... Um, to determine how things are functioning throughout your body. It's very cool. I find it very interesting. I've been trying to like learn more about nervous system health and just the importance of it because it was never on my radar before. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm realizing even more so um, how important it is. All right. So uh, we've talked about chiropractic care and who can benefit from it. So what can people expect when they go to an initial chiropractic appointment and then uh, during their continued treatment plan with you, what can they kind of expect and see? Uh, So my initial assessment usually takes about an hour. Uh, We go through a pretty thorough history and that can include, I mean, often people come in with with a chief complaint, whatever that might be. Um, So we go through that complaint and we go through any history of um, injuries, uh, illnesses, um, nutrition, sleep, movement um, yeah the history is pretty pretty thorough um, mm-hmm. and even things like um, like scar tissue and like scars on your body can be pretty important um, mm-hmm. in terms of changing how your body moves and how your body responds to, to certain things and then we go through a physical assessment so um, look at things like range of motion um, segmental joint movement of the spine um, reflexes, blood pressure, basic vitals, um, and any specific, like if someone comes in and they, they're like, oh, I have a lot of pain when I do a squat, then we assess the squat and see if there's any areas of limitation that can be causing that pain. Um, and then we usually go into treatment in the first visit. And that can be anything from chiropractic adjustments to soft tissue therapy, acupuncture, um, exercise, rehab, um, and then usually some things for people to do at home to to continue to help themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people's treatment plans vary. 
um, if someone's in the acute phase, so they're coming in with some sort of pain or injury, um, then the initial um, target is basically to get them out of pain and then to assess mm. for any areas of dysfunction that could have been causing that pain and then address those. And then we move into the sort of like preventative maintenance um, phase of care. So usually looking at more frequent visits to start and then spreading those out depending on how the body responds to treatment. That's amazing. Um, so I feel like people usually, when they think of chiropractic, they think of just like getting the, your, their back cracked or, you know, whatever yeah. that usually happens. Um, so you do also do like acupuncture and other kind of like exercises and movements as well, right? Yeah. 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 I would okay. say like That's the adjustment really cool. is kind of, it's like our bread and butter. Like it's, it's a yeah. super powerful tool that we have. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not the be, be all and end all. Like if we're finding muscular imbalances, um, then we have to address those as well. Um, you mm-hmm. kind of do address them from a nervous system point of view with adjustments, but um, mm-hmm. kind of retraining the body how to move properly after it's been in this like state of dysfunction for so long is it takes more than mm-hmm. just adjustments to do that. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. acupuncture, um, I don't use it as frequently as I used to, but I was trained in contemporary mm-hmm. medical acupuncture, so sort of different than traditional Chinese medicine acupuncture in that it looks mm, more okay. at the structures than um, like the flow of chi. So mm. we have sort of like protocols for areas that we treat. Um, but it does have a really a profound um, effect on the nervous system too because we're able to kind of get to some of those deeper layers um, of muscle tissue that we couldn't really get to from the surface level. Mm, yeah I think acupuncture is so cool I used to go to acupuncture and I get cupping done as well and um, I definitely noticed like a huge improvement in my health when I did that regularly like I went I think I went every week when I was going through like um, like some health issues Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah it's it's amazing just all the different modalities that you can kind of incorporate and that all work well together yeah yeah I've seen Mm -hmm. I see an acupuncturist um, Mm -hmm. like a TCM acupuncturist regularly now and I feel like that has been a huge 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 part of my healing journey too mm-hmm. yeah that's so cool I know I think I've seen you post like photos do you do it on yourself yeah sometimes? <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> now that I'm in uh, self-isolation I kind of yeah that's your only option I'm like I can't I can't adjust myself but at least I can needle myself yeah that's so cool though it's good that you can still do it mm-hmm um, okay, so as I'm sitting here like hunched over and I'm like trying to sit up straighter, um, what are some things that people can do right now at home to support their posture um, and their nervous system health? Because I know that a lot of us are working from home, we are kind of hunched over computers or we're on our phones more. Uh, so what could we do uh, to kind of get started with that? So the biggest thing is to move as much as you can. Um, mm-hmm. No position is necessarily bad unless you're staying in it for like hours at a time right Mm -hmm. so like I'm sitting on my bed right now with my legs crossed hunched over too Um, (laughs) but yeah the best thing that you can do is just switch positions as much as you can if you have the ability Mm -hmm. to have an like an ergonomic uh, setup that's Mm -hmm. ideal but even with an ergonomic setup you still don't want to be sitting for hours at a time without like getting up and moving Moving. your body it doesn't have to need to be much either like I just I tell people usually like set a timer for 
it's most people won't get up after 20 minutes but like 20 30 minutes um and even just like jump like do a couple jumping jacks or like just like shake your body out because that just gets your lymph flowing and yeah um and if your lymph's not moving your limbs not flowing properly your nervous system's not going to work effectively um Mm -hmm. so motion really is lotion (laughs) from a bunch of different perspectives like moving uh, motion of your joints is helpful to keep them lubricated keep things um, flexible and and also like getting that lymph moving because if your lymph's not moving then you're not you're not um, getting rid of toxins you're not um your your blood supply is not going to be moving the way that it it should either Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. lymphatic system is huge Mm -hmm. all right that's that's a really good tip I feel like I've been trying to set like okay I'll do 50 minutes of you know working on whatever like content creation then I'm going to get up and do something for 10 or 20 minutes and it's tough though because like I'm just so used to being like in the zone and like working yeah um, but it's good. It's better for you. Yeah. And it, it helps your brain too, right? Like you can mm-hmm. have blood flow to the brain, even if like, ten, yeah. like do 10 jumping jacks, like anyone can do 10 jumping jacks and it doesn't yeah. take more than like 30 seconds. Right. And then you can just get back into yeah. it. Yeah. It's so quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know you had posted to on your Instagram, you have like some exercises and things that people can do to kind of help with like their posture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so Amazing. Some, some stretches and mobility um, things that you can check out on there. Yeah, we'll have that linked in the show notes so you guys can uh, go check her out, give her a follow, and save all those for later because we're going to need them yeah. for sure during this quarantine. <laughs> I know. My, I'm like in desperate need of a chiropractor right now. I don't think I've gone this long without an adjustment in like years. Yeah, God. it's cr- it's crazy the this whole quarantine situation with just like kind of not realizing like how many things that we're you know always getting access to and I was thinking about that I'm like there's a lot of people who depend on um regular care like whether it's physio or chiro or you know Mm -hmm. whoever it may be and they're not getting access to that right now yeah that's been really Mm -hmm. like the hardest part of this whole thing for me is that Mm -hmm. like I know that I have patients right now who have seen so much benefit from care and I'm just I'm like I'm just worried that they're gonna lose all of that progress you know Mm-hmm. it's tough and and it's tough. The, like one of the hardest things too is like my pregnant patients because mm-hmm. like as time goes on they get more and more uncomfortable in their pregnancy and they're scared and they're stressed yeah mm-hmm. hard. yeah hard. it is tough um do you give them like things that they can do at home like yeah just yeah. to kind of help yeah, yeah I've kind mm-hmm. of just been in touch with patients via email and just like sending exercises yeah. and movements and things that they can do to help yeah time. that's good you can still support them yeah mm-hmm. it's all we can do right now it's it's a tough time we're all kind of navigating this like okay how can we adjust our practice or you know how can we still support people uh, without actually seeing them mm-hmm. it's so mm-hmm. different especially when you're when your profession is like hands-on like chiropractic yeah it's done by hand right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you have to have them in front of you yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm grateful that I've been working virtually for the most part. I was just starting though to see um, clients in person, like I'd go to their homes, mm-hmm. um, which was nice to kind of get that in person feel. And now I'm like, oh, I can't even do that if I want to. So, um, yeah, it's tough, but uh, I think it's amazing. Like all the content you're putting up right now, just to kind of help support people. Like, I think that is that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're lucky that we have the internet <laughs> and the way. Yeah, I can't people. imagine. 
yeah, I can't imagine this happening like, you know, 20 years ago. I know. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. We're, we're definitely grateful in that sense and lucky. Um, okay. So I'd love to kind of end this off with uh, any habits or routines that you might have implemented since this whole lockdown started just to kind of help with your sanity and your keep your health up? Um, yeah, I'd love to hear anything that you've added. Yeah, so I had a hard time <laughs> the first couple weeks, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of yeah. just like was in that sort of shock phase. So yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, it's a lot. Like really all I, I gave myself to do was to like go outside and go for a walk every day. Um, mm-hmm. Thankfully, I've been in the routine of doing at-home workouts for the last few years, so I have I okay. had everything I needed to continue with that. Um, yeah. So I think that's been that's been helpful just to get that movement and um, mm-hmm. and that mental health break too. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've also been drinking a lot more teas, <laughs> which I know that you're a big uh, fan of too. Like all the uh, yes. all the health benefits you can get from things that are inexpensive which is great yeah um, mm-hmm. yeah I I've been sleeping a lot more too <laughs> like when I don't have a set schedule my uh yeah. my bedtime is kind of shifted to like 12 1 a.m and I'm waking up at like 10 or 11 <laughs> so yeah that's that uh, been a shift but I'm definitely getting more sleep which is great yeah that's good yeah just kind of mm-hmm. taking it day by day and trying to help in whatever way that I and try to support my, mm-hmm. my patients and, and mm-hmm. myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very similar with um, what I've been doing too. I've been doing like daily walks every single day. Um, my morning lemon water and yeah, tons of teas. I know that you're doing the uh, organic Olivia's tea too, mm. that she's been doing the orange peel or like citrus peel and all ginger, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Ginger. Yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. Um I've also been finding because I my I've been my schedule's been off too with like my sleep and everything. So I've been trying to get more into like waking up at a certain time every day. Although it's tough because it's like every day is kind of just a free for all in our house. Like everyone's all different hours of sleep and right. <laughs> it's a little all over the place. But um, I've been trying to do journaling every morning and just kind of creating like a few things I want to do that day. Yeah. Um, and just like gratitude journaling, and I find that that's been really helpful. Yeah, same. I've been doing that mm-hmm. too. Like giving myself like a short to-do list so that I at least have some sort of structure in my day. Yeah. Um, yeah. And gratitude for sure is huge. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Great start to the day. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I think that was everything that we were going to chat about today. I know we could go like hours and hours talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but I would love if you could share where everyone can find you on Instagram and um, once this is over, where they can find you for like treatments and, and to see you as a patient. Yeah. So my Instagram is Dr. Tara Hosey, uh, D-R-T-A-R-A-H-O-S-I-E. And um, our clinic is in downtown Kitchener. It's Encompass Health and Wellness. Um, so it's a multidisciplinary uh, clinic. We have massage therapists, we have public floor physio and uh, counseling as well. And we, well, we were supposed to have an acupuncturist start with us in April, but <laughs> that just kind of got pushed back. Delayed. Yeah. Um, yeah. The website for the clinic is encompasshealth.ca. So you can book Amazing. online and see me when I'm back in, in the clinic. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully soon. Yeah. <laughs> I try not to think about it too much. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Tara. Mm-hmm. I learned so much from you and I feel like my listeners definitely learned a lot as well. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed this, I would love if you could leave a rating and review and let us know what you think. Uh, the new episodes out every single Monday. So we will see you next week. Take care.